guys, welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. And today, it is finally time to become more proactive. We went into the habit, I discussed a lot of things, but now it's time for you to understand it. So we're going to call this, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, maybe the success series, okay? How to become more proactive, right? Because we need to take inventory, people. We need to understand what do we do it throughout the day? Guys, this is my second podcast for the day, and it's 3.38, although, yes, I did have a friend over and all that other good stuff, but at the same time, when I do have friends over, I become less, less um, unproductive, you know? So how can I, and again, I needed essays to grade. I needed to do this. I needed to do that. I needed to post. I needed to, you know, make sure I get a full night's sleep so I could, there are so many uh, things that are included that I need to and must focus on to keep that proactivity going, right? So, because guess what? I'm going to give you a quote. It was from Beth Menconi. She said, life is a book and you are its author. You determine its plot, the pace, and only you can turn its pages, right? Your life doesn't just happen. Whether you like it or not, or know it or not, it's carefully designed by you guys, right? Or it could be carelessly designed by you, right? It's your choice. You choose happiness, you choose sadness, you choose decisiveness, you choose ambivalence, you choose success, you choose failure, you choose courage, you choose fear. Just remember that every moment, every situation provides a new choice, right? A new choice. And in doing so, gives you a perfect opportunity to do things differently, to produce more positive results. See, habit number one, being proactive is about taking responsibility for your life. You can't keep blaming everything on your, on your parents, on your grandparents, on your boss, on coworkers, on the Thai women. <laughs> I can't blame my father. I thank my father. I will no longer blame Thai women. I will state a couple of facts in regards to how I believe they are and, you know, how things are out here in Asia. But I do not blame them. I thank them. If it wasn't for them sticking their finger in my face and saying, you are not who you are because guess what? You're black. I don't like black men. People to this day still say it to me today. I said, fantastic. I've never seen a black man before in my life. And if you believe you're going to go through life being happy with that type of resent and anger towards an individual based on the color of their skin, best of luck to you. See, I do not, I, I do not hold responsibility over your ignorance, over your narrow-mindedness, over your monolithic perception of life. You could kiss my black ass, and nor should you continue blaming your mother. Yes, I get it. I've seen Netflix series. I've seen little boys killed by his parents. I've seen abuse. I've heard different stories. I've seen everything. We could only do it so far, but what are you going to do right now? Because those circumstances no longer control you. So is your terrible childhood or genetics or working environment controlling your life? Right? Are you genetics? Come on, guys. Fucking genes. Genes. Have you guys watched that uh, the, the, the Apple, uh, Apple Plus, Apple, whatever you call that TV series called Defendant Jacob, a.k.a. Chris Evans, Captain America, a.k.a. Dick Picks? Yes, he was talking about that. And guess what? Because his father was a killer. Oh, maybe your son's a killer. Do you hear that ignorant shit? Fuck you and fuck genetics. So let me guess. It's crazy. I was having a conversation with my friend today. Hey, Arsenio, you know, uh, you know, I brought it up. I said, 
you know what? If I were to ever have dinner with your parents, would they say, so what does your mother do? Oh, well, I think she works at a dental temp agency. What does your father do? I haven't spoken to the motherfucker in 20 years. If you speak to him, tell him he owes me a lot of child support. Are you going to put me in the box saying, oh, it's in your genes that you know what? You're just going to follow that? Yes, my brother followed that. He did because he didn't take responsibility, right? He just fell within the lines of the contour. That's it. My brother ended up having a daughter with a lady who already had two other kids. Not saying that's bad, just saying he's following the similar footprints of his father. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. My sisters, God damn, her, uh, her oldest son, who I believe is uh, turning 15 this year, his father married another woman. Are you gonna blame genetics for that? No, blame choice. You had the choice to get better. You stuck your finger in my face in 2007 and 2012 and called me crazy because I believed in the movie The Secret, which is obviously the very, very base of everything, right? That is the absolute foundation, and then you just build yourself up in a pyramid style to different realms of personal development. So, again, working environment. Did I just go back home and just complain about my horrible day and this and that? What the fuck are you going to do about it? Okay, your fucking job sucks. The fuck are you gonna do about it? Your school sucks. The fuck are you gonna do about it? Got a bully? The fuck are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? Is your voice louder than theirs? Is your life more important than going to work and end up having a heart attack at eight o'clock in the morning on Monday? People are literally dying going to work, people. I'm gonna preach a move now because I just don't understand how. We could continue blaming and blaming and blaming. Next thing you know, you're on death's bed at 85 years old, filled with regret, saying, fuck, I wish I would have done something else. That's all I'm saying. So guess what? How about growing up poor? That's a, that's a great excuse to all your problems, right? Guys, there was, a, there was a time that we didn't have water in my home. I didn't accept it. I said, well, y'all fucking suck. I guess I'm never going to be like you when I grow up. We had no water. We couldn't even flush the toilet. I had to use the toilet at my friend's house. Um, I remember my mom had to cook flour tortillas. I said this probably, talked about this about two, three, four years ago. I, my mom had to cook flour tortillas, okay? Flour tortillas on fucking vegetable oil because we had no food. My mother was working. My father was working. My father was never around. He was never around. So again, am I just going to, or was I just going to curl up, I don't know, let's say in, uh, let's say 2003, 2004, where there was the rite of passage. And then I ended up going off to college. And of course, when I went off to college, that was the, that was the, and I, buck, I bucked the trend. Although my brother hated me for that. My sisters hated me for that. They were like, oh, you're going to college. Oh, you're going to Australia. What the fuck? They said that. They said that. I bucked the trend of poverty in my family. I am not associated with the old generation of bucks. You look at that whole line of my, my father's side of the family, they're all a bunch of fuck ups. And they chose a fucked up choice after a fucked up choice after a fucked up choice after another motherfucked up choice. I bucked the trend of poverty. But in doing so, my family no longer speaks to me. Although the energy is now changing with my mother, my siblings, they fucking hate me and they want nothing to do with me. Why? Because I'm different from them. They don't understand. 
they're literally just making excuses to why they're not where they are because of him, because of that, because of that. Y'all can get the fuck out of my face for that. No fucking way. And no, what, no way was I going to allow Thai women to stick their fucking finger in my face and say, oh, you're black, 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 black. I remember the first phase of this back in 2016. I said, you know what? They're saying I'm black, but that means I'm unique, right? That was the first phase. I had to start, like, I had to reword what I was being told back then. The marketing director saying, it's hard to advertise a black guy. Sorry, we can't put you in this position. Sorry, you cannot teach TOEIC because you're black, is what I was told at the beginning of 2016 at our language center. Guys, do you, do you hear all this? So am I just going to point blame at all, the, at all these motherfuckers that see, uh, they see life black and white? These old heads of the 1940s that are now fucking up future generations? Am I just going to allow that bullshit to control my life? Fuck you. We have the freedom to choose. I chose to go way outside. I was talking to my new Chilean uh, client. He is a teacher five, uh, out there five years, and I was telling him about this. And I was like, yeah, man, I had to overcome a lot of racial discrimination out here. And, he, you know, I saw his reaction. He's like, oh, shit. But I was like, oh, believe me, though. I'm thanking Thai women for all of it because they were saying, you, black man, low-class pimp, I'm the greatest success in the world today because of them. So I must say, Thai women, thank you for your racism. I, I wholeheartedly say that. I must say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because guess what? If I was a shade, two shades, three shades, four shades lighter, and you would have said, oh my God, you're so handsome, you're so handsome, you're so handsome, I wouldn't be the success today that I am. Because guess what? Things would have been too easy for me. I'm just telling you guys the truth. I, I just transform. I just rewire everything that's coming at me. I don't see it from eyesight. I see it from mind sight is what I'm trying to tell you. See, proactive people, they recognize that they are responsible, okay? Response as in R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E hyphen able, A-B-L-E, the suffix is. We don't blame circumstances. We don't blame conditionings or conditioning, you know, of our behavior in general, right? I have a tendency of choosing the behavior. See, reactive people, though, right? They're often affected by their physical environment. They really are. They're affected, and they just let life happen to them. Les Brown once said, he said, there are people that know what happened. There are people that uh, something else happened, and then there are people that just completely do not know what the hell happened, right? And people fall into that category. If the weather is good, they feel good. If it isn't, their attitude and their performance is affected. Are you that type of person? Is what I'm trying to tell you. See, your stimulus and that response in the middle is the freedom to choose. And that freedom to choose breaks off into four different spokes. Self-awareness, imagination, conscious, and independent will. See, between those two is the freedom. See, this is your greatest power. One of the most important things to choose is what you say. Your language is a good indicator of that. It's a good indicator of how you see yourself. See, a proactive person uses proactive language. I can, I will, I must. I prefer Eric Thomas. See, a reactive, a reactive person uses reactive language. That's all negative. 
I can't, I must, if only I wish. See, reactive people believe they are not responsible for what they say. They have no choice. So now is the write down. Think of two or three situations in your personal life during the past few weeks when you responded in a reactive way. Describe what you said. Describe what you said. Okay, you're having a hard time? I'll give you a situation. I'm sitting in a restaurant, I'm having kapow nua. That's basically like, it's literally like stir fried, but it's on a bed of white rice. Phenomenal beyond belief. And there was like a steak salad too. Man, the combination of these two, delicious beyond belief. My friend's other friend came in who we had game night with just the night before. And we're over here sitting down, we're eating, we're eating some ice cream. Boom, next thing you know, she gets a message. My friend's sitting right next to me. Arsenio, uh-oh, look at all these shutdowns. I'm really sorry to tell you, but your tutoring center is shut down. I went straight into reactive for 15 minutes, blaming. The fuck they shut down Bangkok for? They can't shut down Bangkok. God damn, man, all these goddamn people and this, and I ain't gonna be able to make money. Oh my God, I ain't gonna have enough and this and that and this and that and that. Oh, God. My friend, or my, my friend's friend was sitting across and she's like, oh my God, you went from being very happy to serious as fuck. And I'm paraphrasing. But then my friend who was sitting right next to me, she switched that off. Because guess what? The freedom to choose, I chose to act in a, re in a reactive way. But then I switched that up very quickly and I wanted to respond more. All right, Arsenio, well now's the time. This is what you trained yourself for. Okay, international school student. All right, so what about, okay, Arsenio, you said that, you know, that, that, that's gonna be ending soon. Okay, so again, you still have that steady stream of income, but is there an opportunity that you will be able to take them and teach him individually rather than going through a third person? That's number one. Okay, get back in contact with that guy. Okay, to contact that girl, contact these two, do this, do that. I was like, okay, uh, contact my job. Okay, what classes are you putting online? How about this? What about that? Okay, what videos? It guys, over the last 11 days since that happened, I got a new Chilean client. He paid my membership, paid six hours coaching. He came all about, guess what? He found me on a Facebook page that I rarely, I don't share my stuff, my content on as often. It's called IELTS uh, TOEFL Chile. And I share it from time to time, but no one really responds. And guess what? That was a game of inches. If that day I did not share anything, he wouldn't have found me. He found me, he clicked my Facebook, he added me. He found my IG, he added me. And I said, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I found you on here and this and that. Do you have online coaching? He's a teacher. As I mentioned earlier, teaching five years at a private school out there in Chile, going to Massachusetts to pursue his MA or somewhere in the Northeast of uh, uh, America. I picked him up that quick. And that was literally at the same time that the international school student parent said, you know what, can we pay directly through you? I said, you most certainly can. I got packages. She said, okay, how many hours? I said, you could pay 20 hours. You get five hours on top of that. She said, check this out. I go with that 20-hour package. Boom. That's 700 sold just like that. And then it just continues going like, okay, I got him. Okay, I got this one. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, who are you? Oh, you know what? I need help. I'm, uh, you know, I, I need help with TOEFL. Uh, I'm a pharmacist from Egypt. I'm living in Texas. I said, well, that's similar to another co a student that I have right now who I'm coaching. You know what, she probably said, oh, word of mouth, got it. 
oh my God, Arsenio, you just went from being reactive and saying, oh my, oh man, what's going to happen? I don't know if they're going to open anything. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? To now looking at the situation like, oh shit, I'm at a super surplus now. I could start putting money aside for an iPhone 11. I could start putting money aside right now for my visa. I could do this. I Oh my God, I could go big. I could go, damn, I could get, get a couple more pizza nights. Oh, hell yeah. See what I mean, guys? When I went from reactive for 15 minutes, like, dude, they're going to shut down restaurants. They're shutting down everything. I can't believe it. A second lockdown in two days, I was excited about it. And now I'm getting clients everywhere. And I do believe that this is the beginning of the floodgates opening. I really do. Because then I went online. I started doing TOEIC videos, two videos a day. Boom, 650 views. Boom, 500 views, 27 comments, 12 private uh, profile, uh, Facebook profile shares. This, that. I got people following me and tagging their friends on my videos. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Next step is a class. Can I get a class of five together? Okay, price is this. Boom, all right. Now I'm making triple the amount I normally do with, uh, you know, per hour. Okay, but now let's focus on courses. When someone asks me, for my first video course, my pronunciation video course, that's when you'll go live because you're going to be able to make that money back in terms of what you pay in one month there. Then you're going to start doubling, doubling, doubling. Guys, I'm telling you, I went from reactive to proactive. This is one of the greatest situations. Last year, I was reactive as fuck. Remember? I was scared as hell back in March. Go listen to my rhetoric back in March. They shut down and I started making a whole bunch of podcasts about uh, COVID, this, that, that. No, no, fuck all of that. But that's completely out of your control. Control what you can and how you react to a situation in a proactive way is going to be the pivotal factor in everything. So guys, write it down. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on my Facebook page. Uh, the Arsenio uh, Buck uh, Show is the name still. Or just put The Arsenio Buck, you'll be able to find it. And share some of your thoughts with me because this is critical. And saying that, guys, stay tuned for more. Over and out.